Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. Summer is in full gear now, and Independence Day is right around the corner. You know, home of the brave and land of the free. Fireworks. Have a good old time and be safe. Thank you for riding along. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once you've arrived at our webpage, there are links to many things, including podcasts, videos, our Boomer's General Store, and a place you can buy our book, Got a Job. Speaking of that book, this morning I got up and went out and watched the sunrise. There's this great, big, orange ball coming over the horizon. It's a little bit to the north and definitely in the east. And as I sat there, I started to reflect on all of my blessings I have in this life. And I looked at the beauty around me, and I reflected inside at the many, many things that I really cannot complain about in life. And then I reflected upon the challenges that I face on a day-to-day basis. And I started to go through some of the same things that I went through Nine years ago, after I lost a job that I had had for many, many, many years, that's what my book is based on, my path to redemption and forgiveness. It was an amazing morning for me this morning because I hadn't gone through all that in many years, and it's way in my rearview mirror, it's way behind me, but the emotion and the ability to think of loved ones and those that I had to struggle to forgive and to come out of it with tears in my eyes and a smile on my face was quite the experience this morning. I loved it. It was almost like a cleansing type thing. It's worth getting up a little early and watching that sunrise and being an active part of it along with nature and everything around you. Now, if you live in the middle of a big town and there's not a whole lot of nature there, that should not deter you from being able to experience things like that. And maybe you say, well, you count your blessings for all you have. I don't care if you have just one string that you're hanging on to. I encourage you to count your blessings for that string. It's going to be better if you don't let go. Anyway... Our top 10 55 years ago, that's the top 10 popular songs this week in 1968, number 10, Reach Out of the Darkness, Friend and Lover. Number 9, by Shorty Long, Here Comes the Judge. Number 8, Think, by Aretha Franklin. Number 7, Angel of the Morning, Merrily Rush and the Turnabouts. Number six, by Tommy James and the Shondells, Moni Moni. Number five, The Look of Love, Sergio Mendez at Brazil 66. Number four, Yummy Yummy Yummy, The Ohio Express. Number three, MacArthur Park by Richard Harris. Number two, The Horse, Cliff Nobles and Company. Number one, 
This guy's in love with you, Herb Albert. They say this guy's in love with you. The movie A Man Called Horse was released in 1970 and starred Richard Harris. Same Richard Harris who sang that song, MacArthur Park, that we just talked about. Now, I never did much like that song, but this movie by Richard Harris was one of my all-time great favorites for years and years and years. He played an English aristocrat who was captured and enslaved by Sioux Indians back in the late 1800s. He eventually assimilates into the tribe. It was a great movie, and I just really did thoroughly enjoy how this guy took a situation that was almost something that you knew he would not survive, and he didn't give up. And he not only lived through it, but he prospered in it and became a person of great importance to that Indian tribe. It's an amazing story, and I recommend that you watch it if you can find it. It's an oldie. It's, you know, over 50 years old. It's worth it, I do believe. I think I'll watch it myself. Well, that guy was called Horse. The Sioux Indians gave him that name. Man called Horse. I can't remember why. But today I'm talking about two men that were part of my life when I was younger. And their name was Horus. Not Horse. Not H-O-R-S-E, but H-O-R-A-C-E. The most famous horse that I'm familiar with is Horace Greeley. He is the founder and editor of the New York Tribune. He also was a politician. He's a famous character. Some of his famous quotes, Go West, young man. Another one is, The illusion that times that were are better than times that are has probably pervaded all ages. Another quote by old Horace, Common sense is very uncommon. That's a good one. And my last one, and possibly my favorite one by Horace Greeley, Always rise from the table with an appetite, and you will never sit down without one. The name Horace is of Latin origin, and it means timekeeper. There were two brothers that lived up on the mesa, that is, the mesa above the hill where I lived on, in my little hometown, north-central Colorado Rocky Mountains. The town itself set 8,000 feet above sea level. So by the time you got up in the mesa, you were several hundred feet above that. Up there on the mesa was my dad's farm, also the airport, and a couple houses scattered about. One house was this little green house, little bitty house, surrounded by fields. And these two brothers named Parker and Horace, they're old bachelors, they lived there. I believe they were from Pennsylvania originally, and I don't really know how they made it clear up into the Rocky Mountains there, clear from Pennsylvania. I was in their house exactly one time, and it was kind of dark, but there was an old wood stove and a couple beds. It was a one-room house, I do believe. It was neat and tidy and clean. Parker, I believe, was the oldest of the two, and he was reclusive. But Horace walked to town every week to get supplies, and anybody ever passed horse on the road, and it was miles to town, it was several miles, 
probably three, I would think, maybe a little further. If you drive it up and you saw a horse walking, you could tell it was him. He had this big army green type backpack on his back, a straw hat on his head, and he's bow-legged as could be. He almost looked like an old cowboy walking. And it was probably from years and years of carrying that backpack full of supplies. Everybody I ever knew always stopped and gave Horace a ride. Very friendly man, very nice, very polite. Always was interested in what you were up to. I always took him to my dad's store once I was old enough to drive. But that was after years and years of stopping to get him with my mom or my dad or somebody I was riding with in the car. I don't know anybody that ever passed Horace up as he walked to town. Now, there weren't many people up on the Mesa, and so he could very possibly have to walk all the way to town without getting a ride, but he never turned a ride down, to my knowledge, ever in his life. Those brothers were, in my opinion, the nicest two guys he ever wanted to know. I don't know if either one of them ever was married. I do know that as... Dave and Dorothy and maybe his Dave's brother Floyd built a home up there that they watched them, watched out for them, you know, kind of made sure they were okay. The last I heard, I think Parker passed away first and Dave found Horse in his house without a fire going or anything, quite ill, maybe just a little stir crazy. The winters up there can be very, very harsh. Thank goodness Dave checked on him, but Horace didn't survive much longer after that. He would have died all alone if it wasn't for Dave and Dorothy. It's important to have family and someone around you. My wife and I have talked about this lately. That as we get older, we become more and more alone. We have a daughter and her family up in the city, and they check on us and stuff. And a daughter in Colorado, which is, you know, since they've moved further away from the Denver area up into the mountains. They're 12 hours away. So I have great compassion for people that are alone. What do you do? What do you do? My other horse was a man up in the town that had the swimming pool when I was a kid, the county seat of the county. And he is kind of a famous character around town. When he was 10 years old, A famous man who was at that time 24 named Carl Howlson, he came and organized the first ski competition in that little town clear back in the early 1900s. It was the first ski competition in Colorado at the time. Well, old Horace took to that like a duck takes to water. By the time he was 13, he was skiing competitively. He helped create the first ski jump up there. He was a great ski jumper and cross-country skier. Horse made the All-American cross-country ski team. He is an expert at preparing courses in jump hills. He is quick to help young people learn to ski, learn to jump, coached them, would even give them money out of his own pocket so they could buy equipment. When he was at a ski competition in Washington State, he met a girl named Lois and fell in love, married her, and they came back to Colorado and spent their life up there, that little town. She was a great artist, 
and even Horace was a great artist. He uh, was a cartoonist for the Denver Post for a year. As they became older, Horace was a very shy man, very quiet and humble. He had this little twinkle in his eye. But he'd come around and they'd come to my dad's store. And he'd stand there for a long time and finally somebody would say, Horse, can I help you? And maybe he'd pull a picture out of a back pocket. Maybe it'd be a picture on an envelope. He'd say something like, Lois wanted me to give this to you. Or sometimes they were framed pictures. Maybe not just a sketch, maybe a, a watercolor. I have one of Horace and Lois' pictures. Lois had drawn it. But my uncle Charlie, who started the trading post along with Francis and Jay, and those are treasured things. Whenever I put on Facebook about these great folks, people take a picture of the picture they have that possibly Lois drew for them. If I have my story straight, Lois passed away before Horace, and someone found Horace out in a blizzard, and he would have frozen to death, and I do believe he died from complications of that. A blizzard in the Colorado mountains, you can perish rather quickly. It's not fooling around when it's 40 below outside, and the wind's howling, the snow's blowing. But he was rescued, and he did eventually go to be with the Lord, be with Lois. And a lot of history went away with the passing of that horse. I think both horses died of a broken heart and not by the elements. It only takes about a generation to be forgotten. If you're fortunate enough to be someone like George Washington, it'll take five or six generations. Both of those men were quality, quality men in my life. I knew both of them when I was a boy and I never saw either one of them after I became a man ever again. Both stories of their demise I gathered from people and things I knew about them in the history of my home county. And I just brought this short story to you today before they're both just forgotten in time. One horse is known for walking to town, people stop and give him a ride. The other horse may be remembered longer because he's in the Colorado Ski Hall of Fame. Start each day with a grateful heart and always be kind. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.